to increase your spirit. Amen. May the spirit of wisdom and understanding of spiritual knowledge increase. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Praise God for all that he has done. Our scripture reading tonight will come from the 115th Psalm, Psalm 115, beginning in verse 1. And we'll read down through, praise God, verse uh, 8. Amen. Psalm 115, well, I'm sorry, 105. I'm sorry. Psalm 105, the 105th number of Psalm. Amen. Psalm, that's one Psalm. Amen. Verse 1 through 8 that we'll read in the New King James Version. And we'll conclude the matter in regard to the names of God. We'll conclude the matter in regard to the names of God. Amen. The 105th Psalm, this is what it says. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Take all talk of all his wonderful works. Amen. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice and seek God. Seek the Lord with his strength. Amen. Seek his face forevermore. Remember his marvelous works, which he has done, his wonders and judgments of his mouth. O seed of Abraham, his servants, glory to God, your children, you children of Jacob, his chosen one. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He remembers his covenant forever. The words which he commanded, glory to God, for a thousand generations. My God, for a thousand generations. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I, I just want to talk about, amen, uh, just for just a few minutes tonight, amen, call upon his name. And when I say that, calling upon his name, amen, you, we ought to learn his name within context. We ought to learn his name within context. It ought to serve to be a couple of things. Number one, when we learn it in context, it ought to serve, amen, to educate you as to the fullness of his character. Amen. It serves to educate us as to the fullness of his character. Amen. You learn the ways of God. You learn the isness of God, who he is and what he's done for man in the past. And if he did it for Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob, if he did it for Moses, he's not a respecter of persons. Amen. We should, we should draw faith from that to know that he'll do it again. We should draw faith from those experiences, knowing that he will do it, again, do it again. Number one, educate ourselves concerning God. Amen. Number two, it should result in a full, more full devotion. Amen. A more full, a more complete devotion. In other words, amen, when you study the name, you ought to be humbled by what you find. As a result, your walk with God, your personal daily devotion ought to increase because you know him by name. You know him by name. Create In creation, amen, he's Elohim. is as plural, means more than one. Everything, visible and invisible, thrones, principalities, all rule and dominion, whether on earth or in heaven, he's responsible for. He is Elohim, amen. He said, let us make man. Let us, praise God, don't mean angels because angels don't have that type of creatorial ability. Is pointing towards the Godhead, amen, that he is almighty, he's El Shaddai, he is Jehovah Jireh, he's Jehovah Nisi, he's Jireh, he, he will provide, glory to God. I'm not talking about in trouble and then say he'll provide. I'm talking about he'll provide before trouble, glory to God, <clears throat> amen. That's my go-to statement, now the Lord will provide, amen. 
and, and, and so uh, all that we need, he provides. He's El Shaddai. He's all bountiful. He Shaddai. The name Shaddai is inclusive in all of the names of God. He's El Shaddai. All that we need, we need him to be present. He's bountiful in his presence, bountiful in peace. All that we need is in him. So the names ought to spur devotion. Amen. The names ought to spur education. Amen. And then the names of God, praise God, ought to be a tool for warfare. Amen. Use them as a tool for warfare. Let your enemy know you serve the most high God. Amen. Let your adversary know you serve the holy one that inhabits eternity. <clears throat> Amen. Yahweh, he's a covenant-keeping God. Praise God. I, I encourage you, if you can, while you're praying, if, if you don't have a good memory, print out the list of names, just the names and maybe just a little of uh, what the names mean. Uh, and, and then take it with you to your prayer timing. Amen. Every time you praise God, think of, amen, praise him for another name. He's El Elion. He's a strong one. Praise God. He is. So, so, so many names we didn't go over, amen, on the fourth. Praise God. But it's enough to, to, to excite you to go and have the names be a part of your devotion, a part of your prayer life. What part is that? The first part, when you say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallow thy name. Amen. Hallowed be thy name. At that point, you just began to give him praise and glory. Amen. For his name. Call his name. Hallelujah. He's our healer. Amen. He's our shepherd. So uh, he's everything that we need. So it's in that, it's in that moment. It's in that thing that we learn how, amen, his name. Study him. Amen. Get you some literature. Material, amen. Go study the names of God. It's going to ignite, it's going to excite your prayer, your prayer language. It's going to ignite your warfare language, your devotional as well. It's going to educate you to the isness of God. Amen. You've got to have that in your, in your spirit. Amen. The last thing that it's going to do is going to deepen your sense of worship. It's going to deepen your sense of worship when you understand the names of God. It's going to deepen your sense of worship. Amen. When you're in the worship service, amen, you ought to come to a place of awe. He's everything. And your mind ought to be overrun. Amen. Like Job would say, amen, uh, it's too high for me. I can't attain it. This is something else. Uh, I, I've spoken out of turn. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I feel like a fool. Amen. It ought to, it ought to, it ought to invoke a sense of awe, as in Isaiah said in the year the king Uzziah died, when he saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Amen when he understood the holiness that was going on in the angelic worship, he said, woe is me, for I am undone. It's that revelation that made him uh, come to the place of saying, my God, I'm in the wrong place. This is too much for me. I'm undone. Many times, the only thing, well, period, the only thing that brings us to such reverence and, and brings us down from our high horse and being lofty and proud is revelation. I will say it again, uh, the only thing let me reword that, that'll bring us down. One of the only things that'll bring us down from our high horse, amen, other than sickness, but amen, just revelation, amen. Let's leave it like that. Revelation will bring us down from our high horse. When we find ourselves in the presence of the almighty God, then we say, oh my God, I, I should, I've talked too much. This is too high for me. Glory to God, amen. Is Those are the only, that's the only thing that a lot of times that'll bring us into uh, reality of who we really are and how fallen we are. We just, we just dust. Amen. Clay jaw filled with this glory. Praise the name of the Lord. So that's, that's absolutely necessary. Amen. 
Uh, the other thing that I want to say tonight as well is that uh, the names of God need to be categorized. The names of God categorized. We're going to peep into another category of the names of God. We have been mostly in throughout the fast dealing with a man personal names. Praise God. But tonight we're just going to briefly introduce symbolic names, names that come from symbols. Praise God. Names that come from symbols. Uh, the personal names that we've dealt with, most of them start with Jehovah. Amen. He's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. Amen. He's Jehovah uh, Mekadesh. He's Jehovah Sikinu. Amen. And, and when he moves, when he fulfills the need of man, most of the time it's men who have uh, named that place or that thing as a memorial saying the Lord has provided for himself or the Lord has sworn that he will make war with Amalek throughout all generations. He's Jehovah Nisi. Or, amen. Uh, Abram called that place in Mount Moriah. He called that place, amen, uh, Jehovah Rapha, saying the Lord has provided for himself, amen, a, a sacrifice. Glory to God. And so these places become a memorial. They name it, amen. This is Jehovah Shammah saying the Lord is there, amen. Jehovah Shalom, he's a God of peace, amen. Another place, amen, that's symbolic is Bethel. Amen. It's a symbolic name, Bethel, saying that the Lord is there. Amen. It's, it's a place of appearance, a place of manifestation. Hallelujah. Amen. And we ought to sing and rejoice of his name. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. David said, I was glad when they said unto me. It wasn't a drudgery. It wasn't a something that I was, uh, you know, uh, trying to get up to go do. Amen. When I when it got time to go, I was ready to go. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, we let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. So it ought to be a worship and it should never be a drudgery. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. So there's his name should be categorized. Amen. There's personal names. Amen. That we talked about during the fast. Amen. Then we're going to look a little bit tonight on symbolic names. Amen. And then um, I'm going to give you a little time back on tonight. Sim. Amen. Names that are symbols, amen, that express something different. Praise God. Amen. Uh, a symbol, amen, is something that stands for or suggests something else by reason of relationship, like, like parables. Amen. It's something that stands for or suggests, amen, something else. Amen. It's a sign or like it's a shape or an object used to represent something else. It's a sign or shape or an object that is used to represent, amen, something else, or it is synonymous, the words that, uh, synonyms that go along uh, with um, the image that we have. It's something that's used to represent a quality or an idea. It's a symbol, something that is used to represent a quality or an idea. The first symbolic name, remember there are categories of names, Amen. And then the Father has names. The Son has names. The Holy Spirit has names. Amen. I suggest that you get material that tell you the names of the Father, the names of the Son, and the names of the Holy Spirit. The names of Father are, are, are in categories. Amen. First, the personal names. And then tonight we'll deal with some of the symbols, the symbolic names of God. The first one we're dealing with is, amen, a rock. Amen. The word, amen. The symbol of a rock. A rock means God is my strength, amen. God is uh, longevity, permanency, 
Amen. God is my is strength for me. Amen. It is uh he's a amen. It represents longevity and permanent, a permanency. Psalm 18, amen, verse 1, 2, and 3 says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength. In him I will trust. Amen. That's about five different names of the Lord right there. Praise God. My strength, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. Amen. My God, my strength, in him I will trust. My shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Glory to God. I will call upon the Lord. He is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Glory to God. He's, a, he's my stronghold. That's a, symbol. That's a symbol. He's a shield. That's symbolic. Amen. Saying that, amen, he is, the enemy can shoot at me. But amen, he's a shield for me. Amen. He's a, he's a type of defense in the midst of war. Amen. He's a weapon of warfare. A shield is a weapon of war. Amen. A shield is for a weapon of war. Uh, and, and so that's necessary that we get that picture in our mind. The Old Testament, uh, the Old Testament stories uh, gives us pictures. The Hebrew language, language is very picturesque. So when it gives you shield, it's meant to conjure up picture. Rock doesn't mean pebble. Amen. Doesn't mean something on the ground that you kick around. Amen. In, the in that particular area, a rock was a huge thing. It wasn't quite an oversized hill or a mountain, but a rock was, amen, it was heavy. It was big. Some over 10, 15, 20 feet tall. It was still categorized as a, as a rock. I don't know what point that a rock goes to being a hill and then a hill to a mountain, but it's not no little pebble. Praise God, well, we think of something that you can pick up and throw. Amen. That's not that kind of rock. Glory to God. A rock can produce shade when the sun is on one side and the sun is on the other side. He's shade for us. Glory to God. Psalm 95, it says, oh, in verse 1, 2, and 3 says, Oh, come and let us sing to the Lord and let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation and let us come before his presence with singing. Let us shout joyfully to him with songs for the Lord is great and a great king above all gods. Amen. Praise the Lord. He is he is a rock for us. That's a symbol. The other symbol that we've read uh, that we'll look a little further in next is refuge. Amen. God is our haven from the avenger. He's a haven. He's a cover for us. He's like a, amen, a place where enemy can't go in. He's a refuge for us. Amen. Where you get the word stronghold. It's a place that we can go in. The righteous run in and are safe. Psalms 9, the ninth Psalm, verse 9 through 12 says, amen, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. Ha, <laughs> glory. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in the times of trouble. And those who know, amen, your name will put their trust in you. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. And those that know your name will put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds among the people. When he avenges blood and remembers them, he does not forget the cry of the humble. That's a place you ought to shout right there. Praise God. He does not forget the shout, the amen, of the humble. He does not forget, amen, those that cry out to him. 
Amen. So that's 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 a place to give God glory. That's a place, amen, to meditate on. That's a place to meditate on, not just in trouble, but before trouble comes. You can say, amen, he does not forget. Amen. Just like Jesus told his disciples, I will not leave you orphans. Amen. I will come to you. I will not leave you orphans. Amen. I will come to you. Praise the name of the Lord. Those that are with broken spirit and those with a contrite heart. Amen. He is our, our refuge. He's a place to hide. Amen. And, and, and so those are the kinds of names that we are to, uh, we are to, uh, familiarize ourselves and add them to your prayer life, add them to your worship life. Amen. Also, he calls, amen, uh, one of the other names uh, that are symbolic names, amen, says he's a refiner and he's a purifier. Malachi 3 says he refines as silver is refined, as gold is purified. Amen. He's a, he says also he's a launderer of soap. Glory to God. He's going to wash like laundry of soap. So your, your mind, your mind start to, uh, you know, your mind starts to generate pictures. Your mind starts to generate uh, uh, pictures in your mind when you think of those, uh, those the names of the Lord. Amen. And so uh, it takes us to, to use our imagination. Amen. Uh, use our imagination as we are going for in the Lord. Amen. The other thing he says that he is, a, amen, is our redeemer. He, amen, God is the emancipator of the captive. He is the emancipator, praise God, of the captives. Glory to God. He is our, deemer, our redeemer. When you um, uh, hear the name kinsman redeemer, amen, the name kinsman redeemer represents that he's the one next of kin. According to the law of Moses, if, uh, if, uh, if uh, one of their relatives lost their land, the one that's next to kin could redeem it, could buy it back, could pay the price for the land if he was next to kin. Amen. This, uh, this in, in the book of Ruth, amen, Boaz is the redeemer because, amen, he's the next of kin. Glory to God. Not of Ruth, but a, amen, but of her maidservant. I mean, her maid, uh, Ruth. I mean, I'm, Naomi, I'm sorry. Amen. He's the next of kin. Isaiah 61 said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and to open the prisoners of those who were bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance, to confront for those who mourn and to console those who are in Zion. Praise the name of the Lord. He is uh, redeemer. Jesus is, amen, our redeemer, our kinsman, redeemer, amen. He is a high priest and redeemer and sacrifice all in one time. Praise God in one fell swoop. He's all in all. He's our priest. When he stood him up, he was our lamb lying down, amen. When he shed his blood, we were bought, we were purchased not with silver or gold or any other perishing thing. We were bought with the blood of the lamb of God. Amen. This is how much God loved us. Amen. He went to the extreme, the sacrifice. Praise God. And so when you uh, understand the concept of redeemer, <laughs> glory to God. Amen. He's the one emancipated us. He bought our freedom. Amen. The enemy had uh, some bad words to say about us. Amen. He's an accuser of the brethren. But Christ satisfied the, amen, the righteous requirement of God, settled the sin issue, 
the handwriting of requirement that was against us was, amen, was uh, taken out of the way, amen, therefore we have been justified. That's a judicial term. That's a legal term saying, amen, uh, all is satisfied. The weight, the weight and the scale has tipped in our favor, amen, and uh, you have been liberated. You are legally free. Glory to God. You've been justified. We're justified by faith. The other thing and the last thing is the name king. He is the king. He's not just a king, though he's the king of kings. Amen. And he's the Lord of lords. Amen. A king has to have a kingdom. And, amen. And a, a, within the kingdom, there are certain boundaries where his word is law. Amen. There are certain boundaries, amen, where he rules. His word rules. He has a kingdom, but within that kingdom, there are boundaries where the king's word stops and another king Amen. Another king on a different side may pick up. Praise God. You know, while, uh, that's where his territory, that's the word I'm looking for, his territory ends. Amen. But our king is forever and his bounds are endless. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world that they and they that dwell therein. Amen. So, amen. He's a king. He's our king. Uh, it's difficult for us in this uh, Western philosophy. It's difficult for us amen, to understand sometimes the concept of king and kingdom is di difficult for us. It's difficult because we're, we're born in a democratic society. So when we look in England, and amen, we see the queen of England and her, um, you know, her passing and the changing of the guards and the kings and all of that. A lot of that stuff, man, we're not acquainted with. Amen, we have to acquaint ourselves with what it means to have a king and a kingdom. Amen, and understand the law and rule Praise the name of the Lord. And because that was written for that particular geographic time, that's what the power of preaching does. It, it brings us into that culture, brings us into that culture. Glory to God. Amen. I'm going to leave that alone. Praise God. And so uh, I exhort you tonight, learn, amen, study the names of God. Study, study the names of God. Amen. And learn, learn for yourself, amen, how to recite his name. Learn for yourself not how to recite his name how to meditate on his name, how to maybe add that to your devotion, add that to your warfare. Print out the names. Take them with you to prayer. Take them with you, amen, and declare his name. Amen. Declare his name in the earth realm. Prayer imposes the will of God, amen, upon the earth. Amen. You, amen. But his name first is to be for your personal time, for your personal time. Amen. And uh, so just don't let this be a part of a, some kind of religious observation. Then we don't go back and study his name. My hope is that you have learned a lot about the names. We have been very um, um, detailed about it as much as possible without having a visible. Maybe next time I'll do visible. I think I'll do that next time. I'll share, my, share the screen. Amen, amen. So that's going to be my mode of action next time. So I think that'll work better. Amen. Anyway, praise God. I think that um, you, we ought to, amen, take time out, understand his name, call his name, reverence his name. Amen. Added to warfare. Let the enemy know I, this is the name I stand under. Amen. And thereby, it, it will increase your devotion. As a result, your walk should, be, amen, should become better so that you can walk circumspectly as so as to please God. Amen. So these are the things that we encourage you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you tonight. Father, thank you for the hearer, for those that have had their hearts set on you. That I pray that you would meet every desire, Father God, that comes from you that their devotion would deepen, the worship would be more un understand, and that there'd be a sense of awe forever. 
In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for what you've done. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for this time we've had. We will have it in your presence. Now help us to finish strong and complete all that you've given us. We bless you. We thank you and we give you praise, Father. You alone are worthy 